Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Elevensies. Uh, this time, I, Will, am joined by uh, my co-host this week, Luke, who you may or may not have heard on my book podcast before, or may have seen uh, participating in the uh, Lord of the Rings group at large. I'm I'm proud to say this is the, the first episode going up that wasn't recorded like a year ago that I've been sitting on. We're going to change up that release order a little bit so things are a little fresher. So this is uh, the second attempt from from uh, Luke. We tried this about a, well, about a year ago. So let's let's try and give it another shot and see if it works. Hey, everybody. On the Discord, my name is L-Dub, so you can put a name with the voice at least. Hey, there we go. I was I'm the resident curmudgeon, always posting about literary works nobody seems to care about in the books channel of the Discord. <laughs> yeah, and and hating on uh, George R. R. Martin. He's not not busy with that. <laughs> he doesn't come up much in in the Discord, thankfully. <laughs> yeah, no that that's why I was clarifying because they probably you, know, <laughs> you do that in the Thrones uh, discussions you're involved in. So, well, what are we, what are we here to to chat about today? We've only got eleven minutes, so we should probably get it moving. Well, you uh, you had mentioned uh, that I was a former pretty active member of the Game of Thrones community, but um, uh, much less so nowadays. I really only do Gen Con now, and uh, part of what my idea for this podcast would be was to talk about the transition from a uh, competitive type game to a cooperative game and uh, the benefits that I found from sort of dropping the competitive <laughs> game from my repertoire and really devoting myself to the solo slash co- cooperative mode. Mm-hmm. So the the first one that uh, that I really wanted to hit on is that there was like the feel bad moments at, at big events uh, or even small events are just like not that fun in a competitive game. And in a cooperative game, there aren't as many of those, uh, except if you play Assault on Dolgodur for the first time <laughs> and you're not prepared for it. Yeah, well, I was going to say, I, it, are there actually less? I mean, I feel that it that I run into nasty, nasty uh, encounter cards regularly. And, and some quests, you know, there was, a, there was a string there back when I was getting... Uh, really into lord of the rings uh you know like uh heirs of numenor sort of period where like quests just start out real friggin strong i mean part of that might be me playing solo for most of my stuff but i think they still exist yeah but i i feel less bad because i haven't like paid an entry fee and then like prepared for potentially like you know a couple weeks to a couple months and you know tried to really get a read on the meta and then like you go like one five and scrub out um 
that that's a really bad feeling, especially if you travel and you know, like a lot of that element is totally removed from the cooperative slash solo based play. So I really love that. And like along those lines where you were talking about like the encounter deck just punching you in the face immediately. I for some reason I'm okay in a more cooperative game with more variance from both the player deck and the encounter card that cards like in a in a competitive setting if you get hit really hard like you get mana screwed or something like that it is a super feel bad moment uh where you feel like you're not even playing the game but in in the co-op mode sometimes i laugh at how much the encounter deck just like can just tear you apart after the first uh, quest <laughs> yeah. phase uh and then you can just you can just kind of reshuffle and say well uh that's about it for that one and if your encounter deck or if your a player deck craps out on you then like I don't know. For some reason, it's just not as bad as like sitting there turn after turn watching your like human opponent just kind of like sigh and say, sorry, I got to do this and just beat. Yeah, beat up I, on I think that is a good chunk of it. Probably like you can you can just scoop and replay whenever you want. Like there's not another person that has something riding on it the same way that they want to play it out or conversely. Uh, if something bad happens, you can alternate universe it, so to speak, right? You you hit that uh, necromancer's reach, and you're like, ah, oh, well, that screws me. Let's pretend that just didn't happen. You can't do that in a competitive. Right, yeah. I mean, uh, a sl- the first time you run into a sleeping sentry in the early days of the game is, uh, like, one of the most, like, jaw-dropping moments that you've ever seen. And... <laughs> And then, uh, then after that, you're 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 good, and you know what it is, and uh, you can either scoop or you can you know tweak your own deck to to counter it, or just you know you can play more cautiously. I think this is the other thing about the the solo slash co op variant that I love so much is that like there's a known quantity, right? Like some people like to go in on their first time blind and then go from there, or some people think that uh, for some weird reason like it's sort of against the spirit of the game to tech for quests. Um, but I personally love that uh, that puzzle aspect of it, and uh, I always build quest-specific decks the very first time I play them. Hmm, interesting. That That's actually not something I do. I mean, I don't necessarily have, you know, dreams of the, the one deck, so to speak, uh, but I generally try to, to just build what I enjoy in Lord of the Rings. And yeah, I may make tweaks here and there, like as I discover different aspects of a deck I enjoy that I want to push more or new cards come out or something, but I don't usually wind up just teching for quests. So, interesting. Yeah, I like that component of it because, you know, I mentioned earlier about like the preparation for uh, competitive events. Uh, you know, you're, you're talking with your friends, you're trying to predict what, you know, the most powerful decks are going to be and how represented they're going to be. And, you know, if you get past the Swiss, what's the cut look like? And, and you're, you know, you're fiddling with, with proactive versus reactive cards in your deck. And uh, then you get there and you've totally, uh, you know, misunderstood the meta. You, you made bad meta calls and uh you get run over right um but i just i I like having the known quantity and being able to just like look at the entire card pool and say oh this is a card that i have never used before but i see its utility in this like set of three quests 
in the dream chaser cycle or whatever you know i i just i like having sure. that known element to it so that that's definitely something that drew me into the the solo variant in particular nice um i i can totally see that uh what are what are some of the other uh bullet points that you had marked down so um i it sort of a, it goes back to the variance thing but it's really like it's more about having fun with deck building like you were talking about um like in a competitive play setting um you're usually uh you know jamming games with you know even like uh, experimental builds with the intent of making them optimal but in the solo slash co-op variant you can build a deck that just does like one thing every five games and just have a lot of fun for like the four times that you have to scoop and then the one time it goes off and like i love that aspect of it um I also like the fact that you can, because it's cooperative and you're on a team, you can really go for min-max strategies. Um, one of my favorite things to do is to have a four-player table and use uh, like monosphere decks for every player and just have every single deck like hyper-tuned to oh, do like weird. the one thing. And you just cannot That's do that. Weird. In a That's maybe still a, a holdover I have, I guess, maybe from like from competitive games like i can't do that i guess i don't know lord of the rings uh, it's set up i always kind of equate to like an mmo a little bit i don't know if you ever got into any mmo at all uh but you know they've got that classic uh trifecta of like dps like damage per second and heal and tank and that that lines up Mm -hmm. fairly well with spheres in uh in lord of the rings but my mmo of choice uh forever was city of heroes which did not break down as cleanly that way uh like different different classes could do damage in different circumstances or work on like some control aspects without it all just having to be tanking and and so on and so like i get really bored if my job is to just sit there and be effing amazing at healing all game like i just don't enjoy doing that one thing so my decks, I always wind up doing some of, of everything. Yeah, I mean, I, I tend to do that for solo or two-handed play, but I think it's really goofy to bring like that uh, mono lore victory display uh, sort of a counter manipulation deck to a table, which like in a competitive variant, like that's sort of the equivalent yeah. of something <laughs> like a mill deck, right? Like. <laughs> It's it it does something really funky and can like totally break a game open, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's always going to to do its job. I don't know. That's that's part of the reason why I like Lord of the Rings so much is that you can you can sort of be okay with spending less time yeah. uh, building the optimal deck, and you can maximize your time uh, having the best time at at the table with the narrative. Yeah, I think hand. that's that's a great point. Um, I feel like we've kind of naturally hit a bit of a pause point here as we run up to the the 11 minute mark. Though I bet you probably still have some bullet points uh, marked down. So how about we uh, we table the rest of those? And I think I think this is a rich topic in general to mine and come back to for some comparison and, and contrast in the future. 
Yeah, that sounds great. And uh, hopefully I'll be able to do the white book again here soon. Prep it for Gen Con. <laughs> so <laughs> as much as we talk about me, yeah, as much as we talk about me getting away from Thrones, here yeah, I am. Just when you uh, thought you were out. Con, so here we go. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for uh, thanks for coming on, man. This has been Eleven Season.